Welcome to the first in the series of podcasts from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review and appraise a journal article from PRS and summarize it for you in this short podcast. The full paper can be obtained from the PRS Journal website. The next article is entitled Surgical Timing and the Menstrual Cycle Effect Wound Healing in Young Breast Reduction Patients by Lopez et al. Focusing on young female patients aged 25 undergoing bilateral reduction mammoplasty. Hi everyone and welcome to the February 10th, 2016 uh, Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club coming to you from St. Vincent's Hospital in Sydney. Uh, my name is Damien Marucci and this is Dr. Anya Smelikovsky who is the current registrar at St. George Public Hospital. ...mammoplasty in young women. Uh, they looked at women aged 25 or younger with a documented last menstrual period within 30 days of the surgery uh, who were not smokers and not on the oral contraceptive pill uh, who were having bilateral reduction mammoplasty uh, which is a common procedure in women in this age group. Um, and the outcome measures that they looked at were wound dehiscence, hypertrophic scarring, hematoma, seroma formation, infection and nipple necrosis and the patients were divided into two groups for analysis based on whether they had their surgery in the pre-ovulatory phase, so day zero to, uh, sorry, one to 14 of their cycle, or whether they had surgery in the post-ovulatory phase, so days 15 to 28 of their cycle. Uh, 49 patients were uh, involved in the study, uh, half in each group, and they found that the most common complication was wound dehiscence and hypertrophic scarring, and 85% of wound dehiscence occurred in patients who had their surgery in the post-ovulatory phase, and 91% of hypertrophic scarring occurred in patients who had their surgery in the post-ovulatory phase. And so the conclusion of the study was that wound healing in plastic surgery is affected by the menstrual cycle with increased wound dehiscence and hypertrophic scarring in young women having surgery after ovulation. I mean, this was a, a fascinating study and something which I must confess I knew nothing about. Um, and then to see the other literature um, which they provided in the discussion um, uh, backing up that, that it's the... Uh, it's the rapid fall in estrogen levels associated with a slow, steady rise in progesterone, which uh, is the probable mechanism uh, for these wound healing issues they identified. Um, uh, one of the issues of the paper, it's a retrospective chart review of the 561. It was only 8.7% of patients actually qualified for their study, and one then relies on the accuracy of the uh, records which were taken at the time of uh, surgery and documentation at the time of surgical admission uh, for accurately assessing whether they were on the oral contraceptive pill uh, and where they were in their in their cycle at the time of surgery. Uh, one of the issues which we discussed was um, uh, uh, when in their post-ovulatory phase was the surgery performed? Because obviously, wound healing is a is a process that takes you know effect, effectively months. You know, if you include the remodeling phase, um, these acute wound healing problems, uh, one would assume. Uh, are going to be, you know, because uh, what if uh, they were to go from their post, um, you know what I'm trying to say here. Uh, the, what the, if, the hormones yes. in the feel, phase of wound healing exactly. uh, fluctuate. It's not, they're not just in the post-ovulatory phase for the whole um, yes. wound remodeling period. So yes, that's right. It's difficult to say whether the hypertrophic scarring and the wound breakdown were um, due to the 
the, the timing of the actual surgery within the menstrual cycle or whether yeah. there are other factors in the in the post-operative phase yeah. um, that could have affected the yeah. wound healing. Uh, but certainly, even though the numbers are small, I mean, the results are, are significant and it was a fascinating... Yeah, very interesting, and I'm sure it's something that, uh, that will be the basis on prospective studies uh, as a result of this paper. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.